Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hi, my name is Nicole Ivy, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Was looking for a nugget to save me. Wanted friends, but they'd always betray me. All right, so we got Nicole Ivy off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. How are you guys doing? I'm feeling great. How are you feeling today? I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, appreciate you coming by today. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no problem. How's your 2021 starting off? It's going good. Uh, it's going good. You know, I can't complain. I'm excited for all the new projects I have coming out. I've been recording constantly. I have a new music video coming out any okay. second now. So. I'm super excited. It's going really good. I can't complain. You know, it's a rough year in general, so I hate to sound insensitive. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's going pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <Not> <laughs> All right. So where are you from originally? So I'm from Sparta, Georgia. You probably never heard of it. No, I have not. <laughs> Smallest town ever, but I love my city so much. There's no place like it. Smallest town ever. Two street lights, literally. Uh, one grocery store, but it made me, you know. I think my management always compliments me on how humble I am. And I think it's because of where I came from, like humble beginnings, like nothing but trees around you. <laughs> and so I'm always just 
grateful for any step that I'm taking because I've seen what humble beginnings looks like. Yeah, I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. So how was your childhood growing up in Sparta, Georgia? Sparta, everybody knew everybody. It was an amazing childhood. Uh, my parents were amazing. Everybody knew my mom because she worked at the post office. <laughs> so they gave us a, a great life. Um, I had my challenges like any teenage girl did, figuring herself out, figuring boys out, uh, <laughs> figuring friendships out and things like that. So yeah, a lot of the makings of me came from growing up and having a solid family around me. And my family, we're very close. So it's more than just my mom, even my aunts and my cousins. We all grew up like brothers and sisters. I grew up like my auntie was my mom too. So I got a lot to pull from. Okay. Fortunately. Yeah. yeah. Do you still live there or are you in Atlanta no, now? No, I'm in Atlanta now. Okay. I'm on Jimmy Carter. Okay. <laughs> Little Mexico. But no, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. How long have you been in Atlanta now? Well, funny because I originally moved here in 2017 and then I did a cruise ship contract because I used to sing on cruise ships. On okay. And so I dipped out, did a hiatus, did that. Then I came back in 2019. Okay. So I've been back since then. Gotcha. So how do you like Atlanta compared to the small town country? I know, life? right? I love it. Oh, you cannot pay me to go back. <laughs> to live? No. To visit? Yes. To live? Oh, God. Yeah. Do you still have family uh, in Sparta? Yeah, everybody's still there for the most part. Most of my family is still there. We're all in Georgia at some parts. You know, some people might be in Augusta, Millersfield, but we all in Georgia. Okay. How proud of them are they of, uh, you know, what they you accomplished? They are proud, yeah. They see me. They call me international superstar yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I travel internationally so much singing and stuff. So they call me, look, I'm going to take this off because it keeps clinging. I'm a little international. I want to make them proud. I haven't even scratched the surface. I don't think I've done what I want to do yet to really make them proud. Uh, but the little strides I have taken, they're really proud of me. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. So uh, how long have you been singing and making music? I wrote my first song in the third grade, believe it or not. Really? Yes. My mom bought me a piano because Alicia Keys had just came out. And I was like, I got to be Alicia Keys. I need a piano. I can't do it if I don't have a piano. But my mom, she's so supportive, got me a piano. And yeah, I've been writing songs ever since, even though I wasn't recording, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have the means for me to go to a full studio. I've been writing music my whole life. I love to write. Been singing my whole life, because when you're from a small town, if they find out you can sing, you going to church and you're singing in the choir. <laughs> you kind of don't have an option. It's like, how dare you not sing in the choir? So did that um but believe it or not growing up i hated the fact that i could sing really i hated singing i hated the attention it came with i hated it came with oh and erica finna sing a song i'm like no i'm not but i felt so conflicted like okay you know these people make me feel like it'll be wrong not to so i did it um and yeah eventually it just grew on me and i was like you know what i love singing i want to do this for a living i'm gonna do it full time so then I started doing cruise ship contracts, started doing theme parks, musical theater, all type of stuff. Cause I was like, I remember being a little girl praying like, God, I just want to sing. I don't have to be the biggest or the baddest. I just want to be able to sing full time, you know? And he made it happen and he's still making it happen. So now I'm continuing to stre stretch myself. Yeah. Like, okay, now I want to be a recording artist. You got all this writing. So yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing now. Did anyone else in your family make music as well? No. Nobody okay. seen, no, it wasn't like a generate, no, just me. <laughs> so they're like, okay, I see you, you cute. 
So when did you start to embrace it and figure out, all right, this is what I want to do. I don't mind singing in front of other people too. When I went to college, my freshman year, I went to Georgia Southern, shout out to Georgia Southern, went there to be a nursing major. Okay. I had already been singing all the time in the choir, right? I'm in choir practice two days a week, singing on Sunday. Singing was embedded in me, but I took it for granted. Then when I left and I stopped doing it, I'm majoring in nursing, something I'm not interested in. I'm spending all this money. I'm like, well, what do I do with myself? Because I don't want to do this and I got to do something. Um, So I went to a show at Six Flags. They were doing like musical reviews where they put together a little show and I saw them doing it. I was like, is this musical theater? That's what I could do. Changed my major like the next week. And started singing ever since. No, oh, really? Yeah. It was just like a light switch just came on. Hmm. Like, girl, you better. And I sung for my friends still all the time. Everybody still know I can sing. I still was singing on everybody rapper hook. Every rapper around <laughs> campus, hey, I need you to sing this. And I would do it, you know, because I just love to do it. I was like, no, let me take it serious. Yeah. So I did that. Did you finish college? Yeah, I finished college. Okay. I finished at Bernal University. Um, in theater, and I'm still in college. Now oh, I'm really? in Georgia State for computer information systems. I know, I'm just, <laughs> listen, it's so much more than meets the eye. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a nerd, I'm still a nerd at heart, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, what can I do in my downtime? I haven't blown up yet, but I like tech, I like IT, I like figuring things out. I've always dated nerds. So I was like, let me do what they be doing. So now I'm still in school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how did you um, get this job with the cruise lines? So they do like this conference uh, thing for theater majors uh, called SCTC. So first I was at Nor- I was at Cedar Point, and then Cedar Point they host auditions, and all of the cruise lines comes just to per- audition their performers. Okay. Because you've already been through this rigorous process, then they are like, okay, we we know we can just pick from this group. Then you go through their process and I got the contract. And it was so crazy because I wanted it so bad. I was so nervous, but I was like, I'm not about to get in my own way. And I got in the audition and I was like, sir, can I take my shoes off? And he was like, okay, take your shoes off. <laughs> He's like this sassy white guy. So I was like, yes, took my shoes off, did my thing. And I got the job. You can't be, you can't be scared to take risks. Like if your opportunity is right there in front of you, you got to do what you got to do. And I was so nervous, I could not shake it. If I would have kept the shoes on, I, I would have been cute, but I wouldn't have got the job. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take my shoes off, literally, to sing the song. Yeah. And it went good. And I got the job. <laughs> so where did you go? Did you go all around the world? So the first contract, I did the Mexican Riviera, and I did um, Alaska and Canada. Oh, wow. And then the next contract, I did the Mediterranean. So I did France. I did When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I did Greece, I did Italy, I did a bunch of small countries in the Mediterranean. It was awesome, beautiful, oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was that experience like, being able to visit all these different countries, doing Man. something you love doing as well? Right. And getting paid. And getting paid. It just opened my eyes, like, we're so small in this world, like, 
imagine if I just stayed in Sparta and thought what I had going, in my, going on in my life was so major and so big. And I go out to these countries and I see these beautiful streets and I see these beautiful people. I see they still have homeless people. It just made me feel humbled. You know, I, w- I don't want to say small, but it made me feel humbled and it made me hone in on me and my craft. Like, let me just focus on being the best me that I could be because there's so many. I hope I'm articulating what I'm trying to say. Like, because there's so many moving parts in this world that I will never be able to touch. I will never be able to see. So let me be the best me that I could be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how it made me feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What type of feedback did you get on these cruise ships while you were singing? Oh, my God. So the first one, it was great. It was amazing. But something told me to uh, take a year off and do music. So I did my first EP, Artificial Real Thing. You can go check that out. It was so proud of that project. Me and my friends paying together, made my website, put the visual together. I got an amazing producer and engineer who was like, I just want to work with you. Let's just crank out a project. And we did. And so I did that in 2017. And they were asking me to come back, asking me to come back. But I was like, no, I have to do this. So then I finally came back. And it's lovely. I mean, I sung for a bunch of older white people. You know, it had its challenges because I was the only American. Then I'm the only African-American. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to click culturally, but I still manage. You know, I still made my way. Some things I feel like were lost in translation with leadership, with the way I articulate and the way they receive things. So I don't think uh, the company took it, took into account the cultural differences of putting all these different cultures, all these different people together. Everybody's from a different co- country in the cast. You feel what I'm saying? Maybe mm-hmm. one or two Americans. Then you got me, the only black girl, which I differ from people right here in this country already. Now I got to deal with all these different things, but I still got along with everyone, but I didn't anticipate the challenge of the different cult. Like, oh, this is how they do it. Oh, this is how they mm-hmm. say things. And, Oh, that's not offensive to them. Oh, that is offensive to them. You know? <laughs> so it was a lot of aha, aha moments. Yeah. yeah. Were you able to perform your own songs or was it mostly cover songs? Nah, it was reviews. I sung a lot of Donna Summer. Okay. I love that lady. <laughs> I sung a lot of her stuff. Uh, Tina Turner, stuff like that. Uh, so it was a musical review shows. Yeah. But they were still fun shows old dated shows but they were fun <laughs> yeah they were fun. do you think it kind of prepared you for life as a recording artist though for like good sure, practice for sure i never knew what i was capable of until i got one of those contracts and i was like oh snap yeah. look at me i can sing more than just church songs i can sing more than just the stuff i wrote you know like i can really perform i can get on stage and come alive but you have to practice it it wasn't like i just got on there and boom i was a natural no i had to get on there and be like all right, I had to find my way. Like This makes me nervous. This makes me groove. I'm the type of performer where I need to have everything down pat. Like I'm not too, too tough, going to just go with the flow. I need to be well rehearsed. If I'm well rehearsed, there's no reason for me to be nervous. Then in that comfortability, I can feel myself. I can groove. Of course, it's not black and white. But as long as I got my stuff down, if I'm rehearsed, I can come alive. I can do my thing. Yeah. I am. Feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, how would you classify your music? Is it just R and B or? Yeah, R and B is okay. real, real R and B, and it's so crazy because it's hard to find what I'm looking for, what I want to hear, and so I just write it. Like if I don't hear the song that I'm want, wanting to hear, I just write it. But I'm, I'm true 
true R&B. I can't lie. I can't shake it. I can't be nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be nothing else but that. Um, so when you're writing music, is it mostly about your life or is it just other yeah. topics as well? Yeah. My music is true stories. It's either my life or somebody else's life um, or something I feel like maybe needs to fit in a project. But I always try to make it genuine. I always try to make it about something because I... I I'm the type of artist where I won't just aimlessly make things. If I'm not motivated, if I'm not inspired, I'm like, there's no music there. It's not there. It has. I have to be inspired by something. Yeah. I do. To a fault. Sometimes that's good, but sometimes it's bad because the world doesn't revolve around my inspirational clock, right? So I'm just trying to figure that out, but it's cool. What's your thoughts on the current state of R&B right now? Man, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. It's not. R&B used to be a mainstream genre, you know? So I'm going into it knowing that already underground, I could be a successful R&B artist and still be considered underground. And that's fine because I don't do it for fame or to be the biggest name. I do it because I love it. I do it because I can. So why not? Mm -hmm. You know? But R&B, I mean, some good artists out right now, though, still. It's a lot of girls doing their thing, like, her, Summer Walker, Jasmine Sullivan, like, do they get the recognition they would have gotten back in the day? No, but they still doing their thing. There's still a lot of music out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, can you tell us about this new single, Still? Oh my God, Still. So I wrote Still. I was just in a writing spell that night. Up late at night, couldn't sleep, and songs just kept coming in my head. Melodies just kept coming in my head, so I just kept writing them. And then I came out with Still, and I was like, you're not being honest enough, though, E. You know, you still just making a song. You're not really. I need you to really dig deep. And then it just came out like a freestyle. I still got the voice memo in my phone to this day. <laughs> it was kind of like a freestyle and then free verse, and then I went back through and cleaned it up. And then even when I recorded it, I was like, you really going to put this out? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I got to do it. I got to do it. And I was watching this webinar at the time. I was like, man, this song was go so good on her TV show. So I sent it to her and she she loved it. She put it on there. Um, and it blew up from there. I mean, it's my biggest single to date. I feel I feel like I still got so many more mountains to climb. But still it was just me being vulnerable, me being honest. And when the story was over, I stopped telling the story. And people hate that. Everybody's like, you gonna make the extended version any longer? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's it. I can make another song. <laughs> I got more music, y'all. I have more things. You can look at my old stuff. Um, but that's really just how genuine I am to my artistry and to my craft. I won't do something um, just because people want me to or just because it seems sellable. I'm only going to do it if it's genuine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah How's the feedback, it? man? Oh, man, people love it. Yeah. They love it. I'm so proud of that single. I'm so proud of myself for putting it out. I got the music video coming out any day now. Okay. My first music video. Really? Yes. Okay. So what was <laughs> that experience like seeing your first video? It was cool. And it's so crazy because when I get into, like, my bag, I can be a little, all right. Like, I, I don't want to say boss up, but I know how to take control of the situation. I know how to be like, okay, now you guys, we're doing this and we're doing that. And trying to navigate that and let them know, hey, I'm still lovable. I'm still nice. I'm still here. I'm not trying to be a bitch. You feel what I'm saying? But I got to get things moving along because it's still my project. It's going to have my face on it. Everybody else can mess around and play and not show up, but it's going to look bad only on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was so much fun, man. The directors were amazing. They were so um, 
They gave a lot of feedback. They really were into the record. They liked the record. So they were interested in the story we wanted to tell. And they gave me so many ideas. Like, they were amazing. It was a good one trade for the world. Good process. Okay. Mm -hmm. So are you working on another project, another EP, or? I'm working on another EP, yes. Not an album yet, but I want to do a second EP. Like I said, I've been recording, I've been writing, I've been writing, trying to figure out um, how I want to put the body of work together. Because doing singles is one thing, but doing a whole body of work, I feel like it all still needs to coexist until and capture some certain moment in time. So yeah, we're just working hard on that. I can't wait for it to come out later on this year. You got a title picked up? I know. I okay. Have <laughs> don't have a title. I still don't have a title. But as soon as I know, I'm going to let you know. You're okay. the first. Okay. <laughs> you get the exclusive. Come on. Load <laughs> me up. <laughs> right, right, right. Is there any artists or producers you would like to work with one day? Oh, man, so many. Ari Lennox, I want to write for her. Like, I come up with so many songs, and I'm like, oh, this would be perfect for her. Maybe not for me, but for her. I want to write for her. Um, who else do I want to work with? Jasmine Sullivan. I do a lot of rapping, and I really want to hone in on my rapping skills. Oh, yeah? So I would like to work with Lil Baby. Um, who else do I want to work with? Producer-wise. Oh, sorry. I would love to work with London on the track. I think he's so diverse, and he really can capture 2021 R&B vibes. Like, he's really good with that. And that's all I think of off the top. Okay. I got you. Has the pandemic affected your music at all? Yeah, uh, 2020 it just stopped everything. And so I couldn't produce as far as content wise. I still could write, I still could be inspired, but it was kind of hard to be inspired with everything going on. But in 2021, is it stopping things? No, it's stopping shows because the agenda was to do more shows this year. But I can't do that, unfortunately, with not as much as I would like to yeah. with the pandemic so it's crazy we still in this pandemic i know i don't understand what what's not clicking for america i don't know capitalism maybe yeah i'm over it <laughs> i'm over it that's what i do now so yeah over it all right before we wrap it up what would you like the world to know about nicole ivy i would like the world to know should i say this to you or to the camera talk to them what I want the world to know is that I'm genuine. I love to sing. What you see is what you get. Um, and that be on the lookout because I'm ready. I'm ready. Y'all going to love what I do. Y'all going to love who I am. I love what I do. I love who I am. And I'm excited. I'm excited for y'all to get this new music, get this new content, get this music video. I'm excited for where this career, this music career journey is gonna take me. And I can't wait for y'all to come along. Cool, yeah. all right. It's a wrap. What else are you working on? What else is coming up? Uh, got that coming out and that's all I'm focused on right now. Right now I'm just focused on getting this EP out, getting this project. Um, I want it to be beautiful. I want it to be smooth and clear. I want it to really speak to women. I want it to resonate with them. I don't want to just put vocals to a beat. You know what I'm saying? I want some, something that's really going to hit you. So that's what I'm honed in on right now. Yeah. yeah I still do, I do a lot of acting, um, but I'm not focused on that yet. Right now, it's just a, the EP. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any shout outs? Shout out to my mama. I love you. 
No, I'm just like, do it for real. Do it. No, you better shout out your mom. Okay? What you mean? <laughs> shout out to my mama. Shout out to Sparta, Georgia. I'm putting us on the map here. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how hard I got to work. We're going on the map. Um, shout out to Buff. Exercise your faith and get Buff. That's a fitness line that I sponsor. It's a Christian-based fitness line, and it's such good material at such a low rate. So check that out. And... Um, I love you guys. Shout out to everybody that's following me. If you're not following me, you need to follow me right now. Nicole Ivy Music. Nicole Ivy Music, follow me. I go live all the time, talking crazy. So if you want somebody to laugh with, follow me, hit me up. That's on all social media platforms. Nicole Ivy Music. N-I-C-O-L-E-I-V-Y Music. I was looking for a nigga to save me Wanted friends, but they'd always betray me With my nature, I can't Who needs an alarm in the morning When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles And a breakfast cutoff Ba-da-ba-ba-ba